How's it going, RSL Nation? It's your boys, Adele and the Baker, with another episode of, uh, what, what are we calling this thing still? Scarflaff? Scarflaff? Is that, is, that is that the name? It's, it's just been so long, you know, we're still rusty. Hey, should we, should we apologize to our listeners for a lack of the intro music? Yeah, man, it's um, usually, uh, we were just joking about this, podcasts get better with time. Um, and somehow we are regressing. Oh, uh, I wouldn't go that far. I just couldn't make the, it's a complicated piece of machinery that makes the music go tunes, dun, tunes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, there are mm-hmm. three buttons and I have to click one of them. So, uh, so my brother was listening to last week's episode and his feed. He, he is I get, the one, huh? I, I got a text and it goes, man, you guys are rusty. And then, uh, and then Levi, long time, like like literally like week two of the podcast he was listening, uh, he reached out and he goes, welcome back, you beautiful babbling badasses. <laughs> and, um, it, it's it, the theme I'm getting as far as feedback from last week was a uh, l- little raw, little raw. Hey, man, can't stop, won't stop. All right. And listen, either way, we appreciate everyone listening in. We appreciate everyone being patient with us as we're getting back in a groove. These are weird require weird things and not sure why the button doesn't work. Can we just, we'll just blame it on Corona. Yes. Yeah, man. Uh, the COVID-19 impacts uh, our music interface now. Let's go with that. Our, our mini studio recorder has impacted. Speaking of COVID-19, and this weird, weird time. Let's talk about, uh, I'm not sure why I led there, but let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. Maybe. Yeah, it's, um, and I think we prefaced this a little bit at the tail end of last week, but I mean, we're actually going to talk about the footy now, uh, mostly get into our group for the MLS's back tournament. Such a dumb name. Um, oh, and yeah, how do you really feel about that, Baker? I mean, like you had the like you could have had some fun with it, like COVID cup, like a little tongue in cheek. Um, COVID cup might have been too much. I liked your idea of Corona cup. I mean, right. sponsored by Corona, you know, a little tongue in cheek, like you said. And Lord knows, Corona needs some good publicity right now. Oh, never mind. Isn't the MLS sponsored by like Bud Light or something? Uh, isn't that Heineken? Is Heineken? Heineken? Well, I know Rivalry Week is with Heineken. I know the Champions League is with Heineken. I, I think it might be Heineken, dude. Oh, by the way, did you see what the Euros are doing for the Champions League? Anyway, let's get to that later. Right. Yeah, what, what else are we going to talk about? I mean, uh, you know, we'll talk about the, the tournament. We'll uh, kind of break down, you know, our, our competition. I think get into some predictions. I, I think for the most part, there's going to be good old-fashioned footy chat, which we haven't had the ability to do in quite a yeah. hot minute. Um. You know, we'll explore what's going on with the NWSL a little bit and uh, Orlando, uh, the Orlando Pride, and uh, how how maybe that could actually play out with the MLS's back tournament as well. That's right. That's right. And uh, I think there has already been some news and a couple of teams that pulled out of the NWS tournament. Just the so one. which brings me to which brings me to. My number one concerns dive right into the MLS is back. Well, you know what? We'll just call it the Corona Cup. All right. I don't care what the MLS is calling it. So talk about Corona Cup real quick. It is scheduled still to start on the 8th of July, right? If I remember correctly. Yes, sir. And 
it was was that seven eight, like two weeks a little over two weeks and it is in the middle of florida it's central florida in orlando and i'm not sure if you've been following the news lately or not man that that COVID lady is killing Florida these days. I mean, killing them uh, literally and figuratively. And it's becoming a hotbed for the coronavirus over there. I'm yeah. still genuinely afraid because <clears throat> we know at least two players. Is it two players? I think at least two players in the MLS, as far as we know, have tested positive for COVID so far. I'm genuinely afraid and scared that it just could be what, what was the uh, the Portland team, I think, that, that had six players in the NWS? Or was it Seattle? I can't remember. Somewhere from the Northwest. Oh, it was Orlando. I'm just man. waiting for an outbreak in one of two, Orlando. Yeah. yeah. I'm just waiting for an outbreak in one or two teams. And he just called this whole freaking thing off. What do you think? Yeah, it's I, – I think, like, it's pretty obvious to me that this tournament – it's not really for the fans. I think it's for the sponsors. Like it's TV rights. It's the, the league needs to generate some revenue and this is their way of doing it. Um, so yeah, to, to, to kind of expand on what you were talking about just a little earlier. So, or, uh, the NWSL is having, um, a, a similar tournament. Uh, they, they're calling it the challenge cup. Um, and, uh, I think it was two days ago or maybe even yesterday, the Orlando pride, something like six of their players and a bunch of supporting staff all tested positive. Um, and the, the entire team is, uh, uh, removed themselves from the tournament. Um, so they won't be traveling to Harriman, Utah. It, it, it's crazy. Um, and then last I heard, uh, Last week, there was two players in Atlanta and one player in Miami that, uh, that tested positive for, for COVID. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I, I think the league is going to be a little bit greedy, and I think it's going to have to get really bad for them to cancel it. Um, mm. So I, I think they're going to have the tournament like hell or high water, for lack of a better expression. I, I think so. I do think that is like, cause you know, you're going to have these teams all in one giant hotel and each team is going to be on a, on a, its own separate floor. I think you'll get to the point where a couple of teams where it's going to spread like pretty aggressively. Cause these dudes are going to be like hanging out with each other, right? Like they're going to be in each other's yeah. rooms and they're be eating together and all that good stuff. I think you'll get to the point where I think you'll see break like uh, breakouts of, of the virus in like a couple of teams. And then I think you're going to get to a point because like the healthcare and testing and, and having like a process in place was one of the things that the players association was like, this was their big fight in, in order to come back to the, to the, to the tournament. I think you'll get to the point where players walk out, honestly, and you just have a good old fashioned lockout. Yeah. I really, really hope, <clears throat> obviously hope for everyone's safety and no one gets sick. Um, I mean, these are pretty young, usually athletes in good shape, right? If there's a low risk, excuse me, low risk population, it's them. Having said that, nobody wants the stupid thing and we don't wish it up on anybody. But yeah, I can totally see that happening. I would not be, I wouldn't even be surprised if, because you're right, they need the money, right? And we, the fans, we just want to watch some stuff. Right. It's going to be broadcast on ESPN, it looks like. 
uh, which basically means get your ear. Oh my God. They're not going to black out the ESPN app, are they? Ooh, I would be so pissed if they do that. Um, so. Yeah. Gotta look into that because they usually block out local games. So I'm not sure if that still qualifies as a local game or not, but I'd be really upset if that happens. Yeah. Just so. want some free, man. I've been, I've been craving some RSL soccer and I'll tell you what, I've been watching the Euros. Those guys are playing every day. There's a lineup of games in one league or another, and in many days, bo- uh, multiple leagues every right. single day. Yeah, it's yeah. not scratching the itch. It's not RSL, man. Right. I, I get it. Look, people are going to talk about higher quality, big names, and uh, you know what I mean. Cool, have it. I'm looking to support. You know, I want some emotion. I couldn't care less about all but like one team in all of Europe and that team sucks year in and year out. So, but I can totally see that there will be some cases. They start the tournament and like a week in, it's just massive breakout. And then they're doing a risk analysis, right? How big of a PR hit do they take if they continue? I really hope it doesn't happen, but I can totally see that tournament starting and then finishing early. Right. I mean, I think the PR thing is actually kind of an interesting, and I thought about that. So I, uh, just to go back, I looked it up. Um, fif- all 54 matches will air on MLS partner networks. So I do think that there will be, um, like, like on the like local channels, there will be a coverage as well. So I don't think it'll just be a strictly ESPN endeavor. Right, no, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, so it could be like KUTV or something. Crap, right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So we should hopefully be, shouldn't have a two of a hard time watching. Got it. Um, yeah. So I think back to like uh, the, um, the, the Antifa protests and people wanting to fly banners, uh, you know, specifically in the Pacific Northwest, but in other places as well, and how mm-hmm. the league was, you know. Like oh, you're talking that, last year. Yeah, was that last year? It feels like a lifetime ago at this point. But yeah, and and how, and like regardless of how you feel about Antifa and and I mean you know those banners in general, I think that was a to speak to the PR piece that you mentioned. Like I could see the league with enough bad press going, you know, maybe the first week of like huge outbreaks. They go, no, no, it's fine. We've removed the players. Everyone's socially distancing. Yada yada yada. But I think you get to a certain point, you know, with Twitter being what it is and the internet just being what it is, where I think you do get to a point where, you know, they'll have to quote unquote call it. Yeah. I really, really, really hope that doesn't happen. Because it's already kind of a messed up uh, thing they're doing. I mean, it's not messed up. It, it's, wait, sorry, it's what I said last week. I, I, I have. I think MLS has handled this thing in the restart better than anybody else. Whatever that says for everybody else, let it stand. Uh, actually, the Champions League is going to finish out much like what they're doing here in the MLS. I'm not sure if you read about that. Oh. So I'll go to Portugal and just do it a tournament style. That's how they're going to determine the Champions League winner. Um, but here's the other thing. So if this happens, I can totally see some players walking away. Some players not even going there. I mean... If you have a team where, let's say, four, five, six players test positive, what the hell are the chances that the others don't have it? Like you said, right. they'll be in close quarters, close proximity all day, every day. Uh, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to become tricky. It's almost tricky to understand if they can just let some player go. But if that were to happen, 
these games become even less predictable. They're already unpredictable, right? The outcomes and the scores. And I know we, we can get into a little bit of gaming here as well and, and sure. predict some of those games, if at all possible. What I'm really hoping is by next week. Actually, did they say by when they will release the schedule? Uh, I don't think they have a schedule release date or a more. And what I'm more interested in is actually the roster releases. So, mm-hmm. and we, we kind of got into this a little bit last week was like there are conditions that allow players to opt out of the tournament without any negative consequences. And um, so, so I am curious, like I have a feeling that even by, you know, quote unquote MLS standards, the quality of this tournament is going to be real touch and go, especially as, you know, as, as uh, fatigue becomes an issue. But yeah, no date yet. I didn't hear anything you just said. Oh, no. I dropped you after I have a feeling that. But if it was recorded, why don't we just keep going? Sure, fair <laughs> enough. It's, uh, I'll, I, don't, I don't mind repeating myself. We're sorry, RSL Nation. It's a little technology issues. Um, I was saying Everyone that- Everyone and their dog is on the internet, literally, around me. So that's why. Right. It's, um, I was saying that uh, I think quality is going to become an issue, uh, especially as fatigue. You know, like there's going to be a lot of games in a short amount of time. Um, and I think players, you know, choose depending on who those players are, not traveling with the team. Like, I think depth is actually going to become ridiculously important in the games and just managing feet and then substitutions, honestly. And I would love to talk to you about that once we get into the actual games. Well, let's get into the actual games. I'm not sure what else to say about the tournament. Look, I think even getting into the games is going to be a little bit tricky, like you said. I'd love to see those. I mean, we know who the opponents are, so we, let's talk about that. But how can we really predict much if we don't know who's going to play? Yeah, it's, um, you right. know, obviously there's... Like trying to predict an U.S. Open Cup game for us. Impossible. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, you know, I, and I think the tournament, the tournament aspect isn't doing RSL any favors either. Um, and, yeah. So, so just a just a reminder to everybody, we are, and when I say we, obviously, RSL Nation, we are in. Um, let's see, what I think uh, Group D, it was. Yeah, it's Group D. And in Group D, we have none other than SKC, uh, the Crapids, and then just to make it a little interesting, Minnesota United. Um, so basically about as interesting of a group as you can possibly get. Um, I, what, do, you, do you know if they drew these or these oh, yeah. do not read like random draws? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it, like, it, it, was, it was a piece of paper. I mean, it was broadcast obviously, but yeah, for, I mean, like I didn't see it with my own two eyes. It, they claim that it is a random draw. Um, looking at the groups, it's kind of hard not to, I don't know, uh, not to see. Yeah, not, not, not to be skeptical. Look, and I don't care. I don't mind. I mean, look, right, there yeah, two things that make, there are only two things here that make me believe there actually is a chance it was a random draw. They didn't put Seattle and Portland in the same group. Right. And they didn't put the two New York teams in the same group. 
Right, but LAFC is facing LA Other Galaxy. Um, yeah. it, it's, yeah. Actually, San Jose, San Jose didn't really get put anywhere either. Anyways, all right. So, yeah, it's, it's a strong group, man. Uh, while we're on groups, I was just looking over Group F. You got, um, you got LAFC, mm-hmm. LA Galaxy, Houston Dynamo, and Portland Timbers. This could be the strongest group out there. So I was actually like based off of the the like the the first two games of the season, which I consider like the first preseason at this point. Um, I actually think the you know quote unquote group of death or the strongest group group is is Group D is our group. Um, I, I think you know like no disrespect to Houston, but I I would be shocked if they make it out. Um, and, and honestly, I think it'll be LAFC and then LA galaxy and the Timbers just bang it out for that second slot. Yeah. Yeah. Can't disagree. Um, yeah. Now that you, that, you, that I think about it, I, some, I sometimes still instinct, instinctually forget Colorado no longer sucks as bad, mm. at least on paper. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, I would argue on, on, on even less on paper, like in, in, so, so I think the question is, was the end of last year and the start of this year their new norm, or was them was that them overachieving? Like, yeah. you know, is Colorado going to regress, or is that the Colorado that we can expect? And what was that year where we we sucked for the first half of the year? It must have been Mike Petke's first year, I think. And then in the second half, in the second half, we just went on a tear, right? I mean, absolute tear. I think we missed the playoffs by like a point. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would have been, but, I think, 2018. But we had no business being even close to the playoffs, judging by results even earlier that season, even like a couple of months earlier. And I just remember that was the most exciting offseason. I was so pumped for the upcoming season because we finished so strong. All right. And then we sucked. Dude. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. I, I remember that, like ending really, really, really well, and then just like assuming it'll carry over. But for whatever reason, that winter was not, not kind to yeah. RSL. Um, seventeen, isn't it? Wasn't it seventeen? It might have been seventeen. It might have been eighteen. I'm, I. It, it was. It was one of those two years. But yeah. Well, anyways, um, so that doesn't mean much. So, how do you see us doing in this group? Um, I'm, I'm trying Provided to be realistic. When we're playing whom and who's playing. Right. <laughs> Let's so, just say average squads. So I could see a scenario where RSL... I, do you want me to like answer from the heart? Yeah. I mean, the answer would you I, I I worry that this is the type of environment and and the when I say environment I mean this tournament structure that is the absolute worst case scenario for a coach like Freddie um in my opinion Freddie like he's the he's the yes. definition of the academy guy like he is a dude that you give him a bunch of raw young talent and you give him mm-hmm. an indefinite timeline and and He's a builder. He is somebody that is going to grow organically and that takes time and he's going to have a system and it's going to be super interesting and dynamic. And, but the long story short is he needs, I think, a long period of time 
to to build. For better mm-hmm. or worse, this tournament has a, a, a an end date. Like they're, they're, you either won it or you didn't. You either made it out of your groups or you didn't. There there is no you you have to find a way to win today. You you yeah. just got to beat the guy in front of you. Um, and to me, that is the opposite of, of, of Freddie. Freddie is a long-term value guy, in my opinion. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that being the case. Right. But at the same time, what's he got to lose? Yeah, it, it's... Does anyone expect anything from this man and his team? I mean, I, I, I would imagine that the expectations among RSL Nation are... Like, let's be honest. We are not a team that is very familiar with not doing well. Even, even when you go back to like the quote unquote bad years when, you know, Kassar was running the show, like we weren't all that, like, you know, we were never Colorado bad. We were never bottom of the table. We never went, you know, 11 games yeah. without a win or, or a tie. Um, it, it, it's, it's at our you you won around for the very early days, were you? Right, right. Minus the the you know oh eight and oh nines or yeah, oh um, fives through oh eight basically. Right, right. Uh, basically everything at ten and on. Like in recent memory, we haven't been that bad. The last decade has been very kind to RSL Nation. So I would actually argue over the, that over the last decade we have over the last decade we've always been either well in the playoffs. Many of those years we were favorites to win the league before the league starts or started. Right. But yeah, you're right. Uh, at the, the worst years we have had, we were still in the playoff running on the very last day of the season. Right. So, so to me that, that, you know, I think RSL nation for the most part has a lot of expectation on Freddie. Um, and, and I, and I think another concern I have of mine is, so the substitution with pattern with these games is very similar to what, you know, Europe is doing right now. So yeah, you ultimately five have five subs, but you have to make them at uh, three intervals. So you can only now break on, the game hold, up three times. Hold on one second. I will. I'm willing to bet my left Arm. toe, my left okay. toe, that I have asked for this for regular soccer, and I can bet the other toe that it's on this podcast. So if anyone wants to go back, <laughs> listen to a hundred hours of podcast, I swear to God, I was saying, I'm not, I don't understand why they don't, even unlimited, but as long as you can just stop the game three times, right? That's, change all 11, I don't care. Right. Just stop the game three times. I like this. I think, I hope this is one of those things they implement and keep. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the type of thing that it, it makes, uh, you know, I think the, between managers, the, the, that proverbial chess game a little more interesting. Um, once again, I, from what I have seen and, and, you know, let's be clear, like we haven't seen a lot of Freddie in charge. We've seen some and we have an idea of what he's thinking, but from what I've seen, I don't get the sense that here's a man that is extremely comfortable with making very radical substitution patterns. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would, say, I would say one of the most frequent chants outside of all the regulars, last season uh, towards the end was what make a sub, make a sub. <laughs> right <laughs> i mean yes and so, so I, I completely forget about that uh aspect of him so so it's i i think given the a given the heat and humidity of florida um 
given the fact that there's frequency of games. I think given the fact that some of our key players are not what anyone described as young, um, we are entering an environment where for where I think one of Freddie's weaknesses is going to have to be addressed. Like I, I, I love the man. I want him to succeed. I want to be desperately wrong, but I have yet to see a man that is comfortable making radical substitutions. And when you're going up against somebody like a Peter Vermes, where um, for better or worse, that team is going to be extremely well-disciplined, extremely physically fit and extremely like, well, like, like drilled and regimented and everyone knows exactly what their role is. Like you don't got to be, you know, Nostradamus to figure out what's going to happen. Like you have to be able to trust the guys, you know, not only from 12 to 15, but given this sermon style from 15 to 23, like everyone's got to be a difference maker. I think you, you hit the nail on the head in many aspects there. There, there's a lot more to talk about there, but Here's my thing. Under normal circumstances, I would 100% agree with you. But there's the factor of unknown. We don't know whom Peter is bringing, right? Um, we don't know what communication has been happening between our guys. We don't know who's going. We, look, I think, aren't they going to have like a 7 a.m. game? Yeah, yeah. Every day is going to be at least one 7 a.m. game. I mean... I'm assuming they mean seven mountain. Yes. Please. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's seven here. <laughs> okay. Uh, so still nine in Florida. Right. So there is a chance you're playing a Wednesday 9 a.m. game. Like, even when they play early Saturday, remember they played Sundays once in a while at home? Right. I think you and I went to at least one, like a 1.30 or 2.30 game. Might be multiples. Yeah, yeah, like high noon. It's 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 weird, right? It's it's first of all, it's weird for fans. I mean, it ain't easy to start drinking at eleven a.m. on a Sunday, right? <laughs> even for That's the generates, like, even for the generates like us. Yeah, and there's a lot of day left, man. You gotta keep that going, right? But even for the players, it's 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 kind of like it's not the same atmosphere. It's so who the hell knows what's gonna happen? what kind of mindsets people walk into for a 9 a.m. game on a Wednesday. I'm just throwing out Wednesday. I don't know if there's going to be sure. games on Wednesdays. On a, on a Wednesday at 9 a.m. in the middle of Florida where it's already humid and probably feels like 110 degrees out there under all these circumstances and everything else is happening. This tournament is just absolutely, absolutely completely unpredictable. I think I wouldn't read too much into, at least now that we, at this point, but we don't know who's playing. We don't know when we're playing. We, all we know is whom we're playing. Well, we know, we know the names, right? We know the team names. Right. And I mean, um, we know some know things about the teams. And it's just, it, it's going to be the most unpredictable thing. Um, I have a pretty good feeling about it, actually. I think a lot of our, because look, Freddie knows the Academy well. At least he knows the Monarchs well, is what I'm trying to say. I, I totally have a feeling that if some of these older guys end up not coming, that he puts some of these kids in there and just let them go to work, especially with the five subs, you know, throw those kids in there early, tire the opponents out. I mean, I'm not talking strategy again because I don't know what in the world we're doing, but I have a better feeling about it than you do. And I have another prediction 
but since we will have at least one more of these before the tournament starts, maybe even two, I get the right to change my prediction. But Fair enough. Here's my prediction on our group, and I Let's honestly don't want to go into any more details. I think we make it out of the group. Really? I think we... So uh, two things. I think we make it out of the group. And I think we walk, hear me out here. We might walk out of Florida, hopefully all healthy, with a new star. Wow. This, I, not, not like a big star name or anything. I'm saying someone will have played his way into our hearts. Someone we obviously know, but haven't talked about. Like, you know, maybe not even a current roster guy. I just I have a feeling for some reason. Or maybe it's the corona. I don't know. The corona in more ways than one. Um, <laughs> so I, there's that. I'll, I'll get your take on that. Let me do my other projection because it's hard to, not seeing you talk and we talk over each other, as I'm sure right. people have noticed. This is a perfect opportunity. Okay, so <clears throat> let's say this way. Expansion teams have... Now, let's just say overperformed the last few years, right? Um, the uh, Atlantas of the world, LAFCs of the world. It used to not be that the new team comes in and just kills it right up front. I think, uh, so there are two new teams that are joining us this year, Inter-Miami and Nashville. I wouldn't be shocked if one of them goes really deep and maybe even wins it. Second prediction. Like I said, I have my right to change the second one in the right. next two weeks. So bo- good. both of those very bold in my opinion. Um, I'm, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just this whole like working from home all the time, not seeing the sun thing anymore. Um, I, think, I think RSL ties for second in our group but doesn't make it out on the tiebreaker. Um, Jesus Christ! Even even when do when we do well, we don't do well in your projections. Well, it, it it's like it's it's just the most RSL scenario I can think of. Like tied on points, but just not not good enough to get that that just that little extra. Um, mm. Regarding your second uh, prediction, I would I would point out that both of those teams that you just described are in Group A. Uh, which is the only group with six um, six teams. So they aren't um, – not everyone in Group A is playing everybody else in Group A, which is the case for all the other groups. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that the teams in Group A, at least to make it out of the groups, are actually at a mathematical disadvantage. Um, they, they have less ability to, uh, to, to make it out. Um, I would also point out that in that group, you have Orlando, who will, you know, quote unquote, home field advantage. You have NYCFC, who are by no means any slouches. You have the Philadelphia Union and you have the Chicago Fire. I would go so far as to say that I don't think either of those two teams make it out of groups in, in, in Group A. Ooh, this so. sounds like a wager. Yeah. It sounds I'll, like something to put up on the page. I'll, I'll throw down on that. I would be willing to, you know, I don't know what the uh, situation is at Rancheritos, but I would be willing to wager a burrito that it's a burrito that uh, one of Inter Miami FC or Nashville do not make it out of groups. 
Oh, one off? Come on, man. All right. Both, but I need odds. Like three to one burritos <laughs> or something. Okay, I'll buy you a water with it. Yeah, fair enough. You drive a hard bargain. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, so uh, I think there's no home, home field advantage at all. Doesn't, I'm assuming the Orlando players also have to stay at the hotel complex, right? I don't know. Um, obviously, fans aren't allowed, but I don't know where the Orlando players will be staying. I'm, they must. I mean, isn't that part of they're quarantining the whole group, right? You would think. All I you, mean, one I bad, mean, you know, one bad egg, right? To walk out and bring in the corona, and yeah, okay, that's a good thing. Maybe we can look up. Uh, there must be. There have to be. Otherwise, the whole thing would not make any sense, right? Sure, but I mean, also talk about the temptation of like, hey, I really want to go see my, you know, wife and kids, and they're twenty minutes away. I'm just gonna go, uh, go for a walk, guys. I'll be right back. Boom, yeah. coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus. Oh, the other thing I read. Um, uh, sorry. Okay. Anything else on the tournament? Because yeah, we need to get into a lot more details, but we can't. I would like to know whom we're playing, uh, exactly when we're playing these teams. And I want to know who's playing. I am anticipating the release. Obviously, I want to schedule, right? Sure. So that I can arrange my life around it. Um, but I'm more interested in, in seeing the roster. Because honestly, my expectations, obviously, I want to see other teams' rosters too. Right. But I, I, I will take a look at ours. And once I see ours, I will know to whether to even look, Right. Because depending on whom we are or are not bringing, you know, it, it could we'll still tune in and yeah, we'll of watch and all nine yards. But whether we have a chance at all in any way, shape, or form on any of this, I, I'm really, really excited to see who, what the roster is and uh, get into more details. Um, one other thing that I read is they're not going to be playing the national anthem. Now we're not a political show. We will not going to get into the politics behind it. I was reading it's because there are no fans, anyways. I just learned that earlier today. Wow. Has that yeah. brewed up anywhere at all? Yeah, I think I remember reading them about changing the, and them being uh, US soccer, uh, changing their policy on uh, players taking a knee during the anthem. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to call a, call a spade a spade here. And um, I think that is the MLS way of sitting the fence on a very important issue. And I'm actually a little bit disappointed. Um, Mm -hmm. because I think it's their way of going, Hey, if we just don't play the thing, no, you know, then no one's going to be pissed. And, um, yeah, it, it it is what it is, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally forgot about, like I said, I was reading it earlier, um, because all the other leagues have been releasing statements, all the other sports leagues. And, um, it was like, Hey, I, haven't heard anything from the MLS, and uh, that's when I learned it. So there is that. Right. All right. One other thing from my side, we can call out, and then else you want to call out? Wasn't it just Nick Romano's birthday? Yeah, greatest of all time. Agent like greatest fine wine. Man, every time I go back and look at those highlights, it's just ridiculous. And you know what the funniest, or coolest part is? Just having been there for so many of them. It, right. it, it's 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 an amazing thing. It's sometimes I think we underestimate how much emotional impact. Well, actually, we don't underestimate that. We know how much emotional impact this thing has on us, uh, most of us. But 
just how ingrained in our memory some of these things are and how fondly we look back at some of these things he did at the right while we were there. Um, it's almost like I did it. <laughs> right. It's, you know uh, what I mean? It, 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 it's it a is. point of pride. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, it, it, you know, in, in one sense, it was, um, it, it, I think COVID hit at a right time, but because we didn't have to, we didn't have that much time to get used to, mm-hmm. you know, the new, new, uh, new goalies. Um, and now like with COVID and, and this MLS is back to and like everything has changed. So that change feels a little less, uh, radical. Like it, you know, yeah. uh, I expect like seeing Zach math be there isn't going to be as much of a shock, I guess, as I think it normally would have been. Well, it's still going to be a freaky every time you look down and you see someone else there, but that's the reality on the ground. Did All right, you, man. Anything uh, else you want to discuss with these here folks? Yeah, did you see the new uh the new Royals jerseys? Rose jerseys? Royals. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, wow, I yes, yes, I did see the Royals jerseys with the mountains on them. Yeah, man. It's um honestly, Adidas better step their game up because Nike, as far as uh, you know, the North American market is concerned, mm-hmm. is is dominating. Um I think, you know, just another home run of a jersey um, for the Royals. Well, I think the Royals have had nothing but home runs in the jersey department so far. Yeah, even even some of like the, you know, the kind of the plainer, uh, I think of the, the that all white, uh, the away, still looks very nice and clean and the details are well, well done. And I feel like I haven't liked an RSL jersey in like the last five years. So that um that one time used black jersey. Uh what was that? Recycle day or something? Oh yeah, yeah. First day. They did the I still have that one. I that is my one of my favorite jerseys RSL has ever had. Uh so I did like that one. But it was not, you know, that's not an RSL jersey. That's a right. one time use jersey. Everyone had the same. Right. I just wish it was long sleeves. Other than that, man, uh, we should reintroduce the victory gold. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's you know you you look at the the royals motifs and you look at the mountains and just the execution is is just extremely well done um and then you look at the weird splotchy quote unquote topographical map and um you know it, it's hard not to compare and and I'm happy that the royals are going to look fantastic while they're while they're playing out in Harriman but uh yeah, man, it really makes me realize just how little Adidas cares about the MLS. Well, it's literally seems like they make the same jersey and then they give you like when you go and buy a Volkswagen and you're like, oh, I'll have that cup holder and I'll have these floor mats. Like it's the same jersey everywhere. They just let you right. customize a few things. Well, here's the, here's an idea. Here's a thought. There's nothing wrong with buying Royals jerseys and going to RSL games. People that might do be it. the way to go. People They're do it all the time. Better looking jerseys. Yeah. So I think Absolutely. I might do that. Did I tell you I ordered a couple of what I thought were Royals hats? And then Monarchs hats showed up. You got to pay attention to those details. <laughs> I swear. Someone must have just, it seems like it's the exact same hat. Except the Royals it has the Monarchs logo. I'm like, cool. I'll take it. Works either way. Not like I care. At this point, um, those three are interchangeable to me. Right. It's, it's you're representing the family. 
Exactly. I uh, I think that's it as far as RSL Nation news. Uh, you know, n- no specifics as of yet. Um, you know, we're watching closely. We do expect a you know a schedule and roster uh, release in in the next couple weeks. Um, Hopefully. And yeah, just some good old fashioned excitement coming our way. And hopefully we get some soccer before COVID shuts everything down again. Yes, please. Hopefully. Um, so I was thinking, I, I think we sound way better in person. So what we're going to have to do is set up one of those like COVID safe booths. Have, have you seen what Vegas does on like restaurants and stuff? Table? Yeah. So everyone kind of sits in their own individual bubble kind of thing. And there's plastic on each or yeah, whatever it is, plastic on each side of you and in front of you, just a hole for you to put your money in, basically, right? Like a cutout. So I think that's what we're going to end up doing, just doing an in-person show. There it is. Just living boldly. All right, man. Why, why, why don't you outro us? Our salvation. Outro the music. It's Boom. your boys, Adele and the Baker. Uh, thank you for joining us. Have a good night. Happy